Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings. And it is championship week in college football. I am so fired up. Love championship week. I know some people don't love the conference championship games. I do. It's good teams playing as each other. What, what is your problem? Be quiet. Enjoy it. I'm Ross. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. You're, you're, you're listening to my podcast. You like it. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at those people, not you. At Ross Tucker NFL on social media, we are at Ross Tucker Pod. I cannot tell a lie. The star of this show is Emery Hunt. I love this dude. I love everything about Emery Hunt. He's an awesome guy. I haven't seen him in person in years. We used to see each other all the time in Ivy League games. But I like people that love football as much as I do. And I like people that, I mean, Emery does high school games like I do. Emery does smaller colleges, smaller colleges. I love it. He's tweeting on Saturday about Matthew Sluka. Matthew Sluka's toughness. Emery's like my brother from another mother. You need to check him out on Twitter at FBall Game Plan or Football Game Plan on YouTube. And then you got footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Here's what I would say. Nobody else has as many players in their draft guide as Emery. So if you really care, especially about, the, you know, everybody's, Everybody talks about the same 100 guys the whole year. Everybody. You can, you can see that on Twitter. You can see that. Make sure you know about the other guys, the undrafted free agents, the rookie tryout guys. Emery has that stuff at footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. I do have to ask you first, Emery, your thoughts. We're recording this Tuesday morning, so we've got – Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma to go to USC. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to go to LSU. Like, we haven't had this before, man, where it's like guys are leaving one blue blood to go to another blue blood for, I think, in my, I think honestly, both those guys, it was money and a better chance at the national championship. Right. And it's so much involving money because it's hard to turn on that amount of money. Um, and both spots, imagine. Lincoln Riley going into the SEC knowing 
he will never have a chance to win a national championship. So you go to USC, easier path to the playoff, easier path to the national title. Brian Kelly, going from Notre Dame, where you don't have that conference uh, affiliation, so you always can potentially be on the outside looking in, uh, i.e. this year. Uh, and so you go to LSU, easier path to the national title, where you've seen the last three coaches win national titles. So you get Florida. You know, you, you take you, you, you take away um, Louisiana's golden goose in Billy Napier. And shout out to Billy Napier because he was an awesome dude, awesome coach. I did a lot of great things for the program. He's going to do great things at Florida uh, with the way he can recruit and the way he's going to develop talent there as well. Uh, they can have an easier path to a national title. Also, I may even start tossing my weight around and becoming an influential booster. I'm going to take like $20 million of Ross Tucker's money and we're going to go get Tomlin, you know, and, and bring him to, to Louisiana. I think we can get Madden for at least $30 million too. So that's the thing. I'm going to start tossing. It's a football Reggie Hammond. I'm about to start tossing my weight around. We're about to start getting us one of these coaches too. It, it really is interesting. Some of these guys just have a lot of money, and they really care about their college football program. And they don't, what I'm surprised by, I guess, Emory so far, maybe I'm just not following it enough. I guess I'm a little surprised that the NIL – like that some of these guys haven't blown out of the water NIL, right? Like, especially with the transfer portal, I know you're not supposed to be able to use NIL as an inducement to go to a school, but it feels like, like what's to stop a school from being like, Hey, I don't know if this is true, but there's a real good rumor that you'd get 2 million a year. Uh, Caleb Williams, if you transfer to so-and-so from this business, like I, I'm 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 wondering. I guess I'm confused as to why it's not the wild wild west yet. Especially since we saw, like the big story with BYU, where a company came in and paid for tuition for all the walk-ons, right? So now everyone is on "quote unquote" scholarship. Why hasn't that been the case for a lot of these boosts? Like you're talking about, what's stopping someone with that you know oil money down in Louisiana, that sugarcane money down in Louisiana? that crawfish money down in Louisiana from saying, you know what, man, let's get all of these top Caleb Williams come to the University of Louisiana. You're going to get a great deal from uh, uh, the Tabasco brand, you know, hot sauce. And you're going to get a, a seven-figure deal. Like, what stopping the company from doing that? I'm not saying you should do it, but I'm saying you should do it. Like, what's stopping the company from going all in on some of these top prospects? So, um, Emery. Are you familiar with Amazon? Just ordered something this morning, honestly. <laughs> Are you familiar with Jeff Bezos? Absolutely. Do you know what school he attended? It wasn't University of Louisiana. No. Princeton University. I'm trying to win a national championship. <laughs> Jeff, just $1 billion. You have a you have plenty of billions. I'm trying to win a national championship. That would be unbelievable. Jeff Bezos, dude. Bezos. I don't care how you say his name. Just get some studs to print. We already have a we already win the Ivy League every year. Let's get even better players. Instead of going to space, go down to Princeton and get prospects to go there and and, and reap the benefits. Man, I'm telling you, that's what, honestly, that's what I would do with my money. Going, who wants to go to space? Wow, it's snowing here, by the way, in <laughs> Pennsylvania while we recruit this, pick while we record this. PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long, loaded 
with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions, sign up for an account, and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We don't have a problem. We just win, Emery. Western Kentucky at UTSA. Conference USA title game. Western Kentucky lit up Marshall. Came from behind. UTSA, I called that, by the way. I do a podcast with Fran Duffy on the Eagles. I called North Texas beating UTSA. It's just too hard to go undefeated. It's just too hard to win every game. And and I saw North Texas had won like three or four in a row, was playing well. I called that. Um, Western Kentucky's actually favored in this one by a point. Their quarterback, I did Western Kentucky at Army this year. Their quarterback and receivers, I've never seen this before. The whole, the quarterback and the whole receiving core transferred from like Arkansas Baptist or somewhere. I forget what school, but they all transferred together to Western Kentucky and they're good. They're all good. And they just throw their offensive coordinators like 6'10 and they just throw the ball all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Bailey Zapp transferred from Houston Baptist, right? And was Houston Baptist. There you go. And what's interesting about Houston Baptist is. Uh, fairly new program, like about the same age as Incarnate Words program. Uh, and and they already have produced an NFL draft pick in Caleb Johnson, the linebacker that's now with the Bears, a uh, rookie linebacker. And they will, by nature of Western Kentucky, will produce another NFL draft pick in Bailey Zap. Zap was down there in Houston throwing for all kinds of yards and touchdowns um, and was giving North Texas the business and La Tech the business last year at Houston Baptist. So not surprised at the production, but when you look at the numbers, it doesn't make sense. He has the quietest 52 touchdown passes I've ever seen in college football. Like, he should be someone that goes to New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony, at least get that free trip to New York to enjoy the festivities. Um, But he's been tremendous. You know, transferring up, you want to see if that production that you saw at the FCS level was legit. It shows you that it is legit. He's someone that has gotten better. I thought he was a little bit too hot and cold at uh, Houston Baptist. A lot of his passes were, you know, see it, throw it. He's throwing a lot more touch now. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. He's protecting the football a lot better. Um, He's not reckless with the ball. So he's definitely trekking in the right direction as a prospect. What about for UTSA? Uh, man, they've had such a good year. If they lose two in a row, including the conference championship game, that would be rough for them. Your thoughts on their offensive lineman, uh, Spencer Burford? Yeah, and I, I, I was trolling a little bit when I uh, tweeted out <laughs> uh, this week and when they lost, like their playoff hopes are dashed. Um, but again, you don't lose that game, and you wonder how much of that to carry over into this game. But Burford... Um, is someone that, that, you know, he's a really good athletic offensive lineman. I just love his athleticism, getting out and around on run plays, uh, scooping guys up off the line of scrimmage and and driving them down the field. Uh, he's someone that's a very good – he's a left tackle, someone that's very good in run blocking. So long arms, good technique, good frame. Um, he is someone whose stock I think is going to skyrocket during the postseason all-star game circuit. 
Western Kentucky laying a point. What do you think? You can't let one loss become two. Um, and I do think UTSA has a formula to slow down Western Kentucky because they can run the football. So with that being the backdrop, I'm going to take UTSA and the points here. I think they'll get the job done. Okay. Yeah, I mean, boy, like I said, that would be that would be rough for UTSA to lose those two and end up not having a defeat season and not winning the conference championship. The next game, Pac-12 title game. It is a rematch of what we saw a couple weeks ago that knocked the Pac-12 out of having any chance in the college football playoff for the 37th consecutive year. It happens every year. I called this one, too. I picked Utah. I said, this will be the game that Oregon will lose on the road at Utah. They'll lose. They did. Or uh, Utah's favored by three, which says a lot about a lot. What about um, Oregon's wide receiver that you like? And his name is Johnny Johnson the third. Yeah, and I, I just like his game. I think he's more of uh, what you see on Sundays in terms of a pro receiver, possession guy. May not be the burner to, to beat you deep, but someone that's going to find first downs, find receptions. It's going to help you out um, in a run game because he blocks well on the perimeter, and he does a good job in laying out for reception. So for for me, uh, so if you're looking for a wide receiver three. Or a you know a solid wide receiver too. You think in terms of what the uh, the Cowboys have in Cedric Wilson, that's Johnny Johnson the third in my opinion, just a solid all around player. Uh, he he won't check the boxes for four two nine in a forty or seventy five inch vertical jump, none of that stuff. But someone that's going to convert, that can move the sticks and be a nice piece to fit into your offense. I, I like him as a prospect. And Utah. Is this is Devin Lloyd the guy that looks like he shot out of a cannon when he's running? Dude, I didn't even know about him, Emery. I was watching that game. That guy is a bad boy. You know, exactly. I did Sunday night football. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa for the Browns is awesome. That guy's awesome. That's who Lloyd reminded me of a little bit watching Utah play Oregon. What do you think of him? Yeah, if we go back to our uh, preview of the Pac-12 and we brought up Lloyd and early one of the earlier games we brought up Lloyd, we talked about his ability to, to go from zero to 100, especially as a blitzer. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to destroy any type of run game. Uh, if you're trying to pull offensive linemen, you better have the fastest guard uh, in, in the country to beat him to the spot because it's not happening. And his sideline to sideline speed, which you just alluded to, is tremendous. He's an impactful tackler. So he's not just going to run and just miss a tackle. He's running and he's going to blow up a tackler. Uh, so that's something that you look forward to seeing. He's already uh, a senior bowl guy. So another one of these guys that he, he plays like how Jordan Brooks played, in my opinion, at Texas Tech. So I see similar type build, similar type of athleticism, and a similar type game from, from Devin Lloyd. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Lloyd and the way he plays. All right, Utah is laying three points. Emery, your thoughts on Utah laying three against Oregon? I, I, I can't remember what the line was a couple of weeks ago. I, I remember being shocked at how Utah was laying, I think, maybe six or seven. Um, I was like, wow. you know. And, well, they proved to be right in that assessment. 
Now they're laying three. I, I guess I don't know what changed in the last couple of weeks for Oregon. Well, but, it's not at it's not at Utah. It's a neutral site. Well, so okay, so they're giving wow, they're giving the altitude and um, Salt Lake City that much credit and props. But I still feel like the same seeds of success are there for Utah. So I'm trusting uh, the youth to get it done, laying those points. The confidence is there now. They'll get the job done again. By the way, where is the Pac-12 championship? It's in San Francisco. That's a bad idea. It is. Uh, actually, I take that back. It's at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas this year. Oh, really? So uh, that's actually not a bad idea because you might get some people to actually um, travel to there. You know what I mean? I can see Utah and Oregon people going there for the weekend. It's Friday night at, at uh, 8 o'clock at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. So I can see them getting people to travel there for that. Easy to get in and out, too. Yeah, that, that's a little different. But San Francisco was never a good idea. Like like Santa Clara, people, they dude, there was nobody at those games. They exactly. should have just kept them. In, they should have let the higher-ranked team host it or something. Uh, but Vegas is a little different. Vegas, I don't know, because you only have a week to know that you're in it. So it's like, how many people booked that on short notice? I don't know. Um, but Vegas is a better idea. That's a good idea. So anyway, that's why I think this it is what it is. Who did you say I forget? Utah. Laying the points? Laying the points with the Utes. I'm, I'm taking Oregon and the points. I think it's just hard to beat a team twice. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Your story should be making sure, Emery, since you live in North Jersey, that your battery is good to go, meaning go to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Why are they number one? Because they carry proven tough Duralast batteries. Nobody else does. They've got an extensive line of replacement batteries ready. Their batteries start at just $79.99. So you're not like, you know, breaking your wallet with this. I love the free battery testing and charging. You know, I wish I would have gone there when my car wasn't starting as good. I could have been like, okay, Ross, it's not the starter. It is the battery. And they could have also charged it for me. Listen, the proof is in the pudding. Next time you're in need of battery help or to go get your battery ready for the harsh winter weather, start it at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right. <laughs> Moving Ross, on. Listen, I, I got to tell you this though. I saw I saw someone tweet out the other week, uh, last weekend, or maybe this past weekend, that you are the closest thing to John, John Madden. Madden. I, was like, I was like, that is so damn true. Like you are a joy to listen to because you have fun doing the games. Um, and I thought that was like the perfect compliment. Oh, and thanks, man. America. Oh, I, yeah. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um. Let's get to Holy Cross at Villanova. Nova's laying 13. It's the FCS playoffs that you and I love. Holy Cross, you know, look, it's only his sophomore year. He's not a pro prospect yet. I think you just want to say something positive about Matthew Sluka. Exactly, and that's all it is. I don't know if you caught the game uh, last weekend. No, I did not. The ending of that game was phenomenal. Sluka had to drive down the field, maybe about 80 yards, and he needed a touchdown to win. And you're watching him, and you're like, man, like this dude is just so Jim Harbaugh-like uh, back when he was with the Colts, just cardiac, he's tough, 
He's, you know, he's going to fight through contact. He's looking for contact. He's breaking tackles, throwing good balls down the field. They get to the 50, and he throws a dime down the field. The receiver, this easy catch for the wide receiver. It's almost like the Jalen Hurts, Jalen Rager throw, except the receiver caught the football and, and fell into the end zone. Game over. Time expired. That's a wrap. Holy Cross moves on. Uh, so I was just impressed with his toughness, man. There was many times in that ball game where Sacred Heart had him dead to rights. He broke a couple tackles and um, and made plays for, for the Crusaders. So excellent guy to keep an eye on, just earmark him for someone down the line. And, and their linebacker, Liam Anderson, cover skills is outstanding. He has three interceptions. I think he leads the team in picks. Um, he's a good run and chase backer, probably your ideal whip at the next level, a weak side linebacker. Um, good in terms of bringing pressure off the corner. Uh, so he's a good blitzer. So he does a lot of things really well. Be excited to see what he does uh, on the all-star game circuit, or if he takes advantage of an extra year and goes back to Holy Cross. So I saw you tweeting about this. Villanova's defense is nasty. They actually did a really good job against Penn State earlier in the year. And you got two guys, Malik Fisher and Christian Benford, on your radar. Ola Anderson is the... Uh, Adams, I'm sorry, is a defensive coordinator over there, and he does a phenomenal job and and you know pressure consistently. I saw those guys live two years ago up at Colgate, and I was like, man, Colgate really couldn't get anything going offensively. And Malik Fisher is a long, athletic, lanky guy. He's not the he doesn't have the size girth wise of um, Tano Passio, uh, but he has the the length and athleticism of a Passio in terms of bringing the pressure off the corner. Um, and he's someone that's going to be a good pet, uh, edge rusher at the next level, uh, prospect wise. And uh, Benford is someone that can play that that was uh, like a Brandon Browner type role. Um, you could see him as a big physical corner in some defenses. You can see him as a safety uh, in a lot of defenses. So he gives you some flexibility, some versatility. And, and when you're playing like that, when your front end is helping out your back end, you get great defense. Nova's laying 13. What do you got, Emery? Lay those points with Villanova, man. If Sacred Heart's offense was as consistent as their defensive effort was, they would have beaten Holy Cross. They had them beat. Uh, Villanova's a different animal on offense. Uh, Daniel Smith, the quarterback, is a tremendous talent uh, as well, senior guy, uh, and they can run the football too as well. So they're just a, a completely better team on both sides of the line of scrimmage. I like Nova. All right, um, Baylor at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is laying five and a half. They got it done in Bedlam against the Sooners. Lincoln Riley might have been a little bit distracted for that game, just saying, maybe a little bit. So what do you got on this game? Oklahoma State trying to punch their ticket potentially for the college football playoff. And by the way, if they win this, well, I guess if they win and Michigan wins and Cincinnati wins and Alabama beats Georgia, then Oklahoma State probably won't get in, which I understand. But if Alabama loses, Oklahoma State should be in if they win. Will they, Emory? And that's the key. It, it, they need Alabama to not just lose because the, the committee will try to play that technicality game if Alabama loses by three. They need Georgia to beat the brakes off Alabama. And I think if that happens, and I'm talking about beating the brakes by double digits, you, you know, it could be 10 points, it could be 14 points, but they need that to happen. They can't have a close loss, uh, a close win against Alabama. 
And firstly, for Oklahoma State, why as, – as much as you watch Oklahoma State at, at Oklahoma State, I feel like as the game goes on, the sidelines get closer and closer to the field. Like, why is the wall so close to the doggone sideline? How many players ran into the sideline wall throughout the course of that ball game? Um, but I like how they fought through that adversity. They were trying to give that game away. I think defensively, um, we'll see we'll see a stalemate here. Offensively speaking, I don't know if Bohannon is going to be back there for Baylor, so I give the slight edge to Spencer Sanders and his ability to run the football. If he can protect the ball, uh, they'll be fine as long as he can do that. Um, he didn't do that in the first matchup, but that's going to be a thing that he's going to have to do in this game. I think they will take care of business, uh, lay the points with the Cowboys here. Man, if Alabama loses and Oklahoma State wins and they still put Alabama in, that would be rough. Um, Michigan against Iowa. Michigan's favored by 10.5. They got 10 in the hook, Emery. They're not the type of team that really blows people out, I feel like. What do you think? Here's the chaos game, right? First of all, if you're Michigan, you're so thankful you got Iowa instead of Wisconsin. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, correct, correct. Right, because think about it. Wisconsin has a quarterback that's capable enough to make plays. Iowa doesn't have a quarterback that's capable enough of making plays, which makes it easier for Michigan's defense to really shut down Iowa's offense. Um, So even if uh, Iowa is doing the Iowa type thing and making this competitive, at the end of the day, you you don't trust Petrus to make plays in the passing game as you would someone um, like, like Wisconsin's quarterback. So I think Michigan got the luck of the draw. The only issue that worries me here with this game is you saw the emotion. You saw all the energy. You even saw and heard Aiden Hutchinson say, we put everything in the offseason into beating Ohio State. That tells me we have nothing left in the tank. We accomplished our goal for the season, and this one is going to be so tight, and the hook is what keeps me from going all the way in. Um, so if it was 10 points, I'd be fine, but right now it's 10 and a half. I'm going to take Iowa in the points because Iowa's going to do Iowa things. Michigan's going to win the game because they're the better football team. But the hook is what's keeping me from going uh, with the Wolverines and the, the, the hangover from last week. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right. Real quick, Emery, speed round. You don't even have this prepared. I don't care. I'm asking you anyway. Um, Kent State laying two and a half against Northern Illinois. I like Northern Illinois in that one. They've been playing. Thomas Hammock has done a great job with that program. Totally agree. Uh, Utah State getting five against San Diego State. That's a lot of points, man. Um, I'm going to still go with San Diego State. I thought they finally started to look like San Diego State. Last weekend. App State is still laying two and a half against the Ragin' Cajuns. You might be familiar with them. Um, just, a, just a little smidge of uh, knowledge about that program. They are going to go out and beat the Yousef off the helmet of App State. Take the Ragin' Cajuns and the points. Bama's getting six and a half against Georgia. Lay the points with Georgia, man. Um, here's the thing. Stetson Bennett should be a Heisman trophy candidate take the ken dorsey route 
He's been playing phenomenal football. He's not afraid of pressure. He's leading the number one team. He deserves at least a free trip to New York uh, for the Heisman ceremony. I'm a big Stetson Bennett backer for what he's done this season. Hold on a second. How many guys you giving a trip to New York? Seven. We got to get. We got to. If we didn't do it last year, we got to get everybody to New York for you know this year uh, without the COVID restrictions. So, but at least five guys should go this year um, because it's not a clear cut. You know, top three and Bennett should be one of them because he's the quarterback of the number one team in the country and he's been answering the call every time he's been challenged. Who do you think should win it? I think uh, Bryce Young won it last weekend. Uh, with this Heisman moment, he had like a series of Heisman moments. Uh, the fourth down throw to have the cojones to go deep down the field when you only needed a first down and throw a dime for a touchdown. Yeah, he, he you could pick anyone play from that last drive and throw that uh, on his highlight uh, trophy highlight tape, uh, Heisman highlight, and, and you could he'll win. I think he's I think he won it last weekend. Cincinnati's laying ten and a half against Houston, the AAC conference championship. Whew. The hook is a, is a question. Houston's defense is fantastic. Um, and so I think we'll see a slugfest here. Take Houston in the points. Totally agree. And I think Cincinnati, it's tough to go undefeated. I think they'll win, but Houston's got some dudes. Logan Hall, Marcus Jones. I did their game against UConn. Those guys mm-hmm. are both uh, pros. Last but not least, ACC championship. Pitts laying three to wake. This basketball we're talking about here, like you got Pitt and Wake uh, in an ACC title game. Uh, listen, I'm glad they they re-upped with Dave Clawson. I'm a big fan of what he's done with that program. Uh, I think defense is going to be key here. So for that, I'm going with Pitt uh, in, in this game, straight up. His name is Emory Hunt. He's an absolute stud. He's on CBS Sports HQ all the time. You need to do what I do and follow him on social media, at Plan. Football game plan on YouTube. It's the best draft guide I'm aware of. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. The keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 